0: daily inspiration podcast on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right, with us right now, we've got Brandon Forcino. And Brandon, you're the founder and CEO of Out of Dust Marketing Communications. You're on the web at outofdustmarketing.com. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Well, I'm really excited to chat about this because, uh, you know, once in a while we'll get uh clients that are creatives, uh, particularly musicians, and so musicians, uh, creative artists, um, they want to get their stuff heard, <laughs> and sure. you know, obviously, they're leveraging every aspect of social they can, uh, you know, maybe they're using um oh gosh, what's, what are, what are some of the, if you're, if you're a music artist, what are some of the tools that that you're using to try and attract attention before we get to the big one that begins with an S?
1: That's right. Well, you've got everything from Apple music, you know, Amazon play, you got, you know, that, that whole strategy, you've got YouTube, you've got your own Instagram and Facebook, your website. Um, And again, you know, big transition going from the actual CDs, the MP3s to now these digital streaming platforms, SoundCloud, right? Um, And obviously, like you said, the, the big one right now, spotify and even pandora
0: yeah all right so let's talk specifically because you and i talked before this call about uh something that i i think is actually quite brilliant maybe this is common knowledge for everybody <laughs> who's an artist uh but so one thing that's very very common in spotify and spotify uh gosh how many like 14 million it's got to be it's, it's, it's so, definitely so many, many users platforms yeah absolutely Right. So, uh, oh, two. yeah, well, I, I threw out that 14 232 million active users uh, and 108 million paying subscribers. That's how many are in Spotify. So one thing that's really wonderful about Spotify and why I love it over say Apple music and uh, Amazon and some of the other playings is discovery. This discovery is so good. And one tool that Spotify makes really good use of are playlists. That's right. That my friend is your, (laughs) that's your segue. Now I want you to talk about like, if you're an artist and you want your stuff, I'm going to kind of connect the dots a little bit here and you want your stuff Heard uh, what's what's really great about Spotify is there are Spotify influencers.
1: That's correct. It's all about playlist marketing and promotion, right? It's identifying who has your audience for your genre of music, so that when someone is looking for a genre or mood that day, they're going to stumble upon you and your voice, right? And it's not going to be something they're listening to. This why did this just pop up on this playlist? Like this, this sucks, right? So the key here is, you know, number one, it's it's finding out who these influencers are, right, and then making sure that your music is going to connect with their audience. The moment you find that and you crack the code, you're now, you know, driving your streams, you're driving your listeners, and you're creating uh, engaged fans that have never heard heard about you before.
0: Uh, and so the, I think the idea is there's a couple of things I want to talk about. Number one is how does someone become a Spotify influencer? Uh, and then yeah. uh, number two, we'll talk about, you know, how, how might someone engage with a Spotify influencer? We'll start with the first one. Like how did, like, I just search one guy. So I'm looking at Christopher Banks right now and he's got an EDM hits playlist and it's got over 117,000 followers. How did he do that?
1: You know, I think it might be a combination of just being first to the party and then being mm-hmm. consistent at the party. You know, I think the name of the game here, you know, as you know, is content, right? Um, content yeah. is always king. And, uh, you know, you know, number one, this, this is a pretty new, it's not completely new, but um, it's definitely becoming something that's more on the rise, um, especially with the competition, right? So a lot of these people who were in this early and saw the functionality and the features, these early adopters, I mean, they've got a the huge advantage and there's a big runway for that. Um, I'm seeing a lot of these playlist influencers actually promoting and advertising their playlists. I'm seeing people create websites. Yeah. I'm seeing people do their own SEO for their playlists. I'm seeing them, you know, advertise on Spotify, and they're building a business. And you know, a lot of these guys, as they grow their their clout and their influence, you know, they have monetized the opportunity to maybe review music and say, "Hey, you want your song on my playlist?" Well, it's going to cost you some money. So yeah, display, well, you know, it's a smart, I'm looking it's a at this
0: playlist. I'm looking at this playlist description right now. EDM hits 2019, the best EDM hits of 2019. It's, you know, I'm looking at all the songs here. They were all updated like five days ago. So that certainly adds the freshness that users love. Uh, yep. You know, he, he has a bunch of artists. He, he names as examples. All your favorite EDM festival hits updated weekly. And then it says, and here we go, submissions. And he's got a link to his Instagram and his Facebook.
1: That's right. Yep.
0: That's correct. And so t- talk about uh, what is likely going to happen if, if I reach out to this playlist curator who's got 117,000 followers and I say, hey, I'd love for you to play my music. What do you think is going to happen?
1: Well, I, what, what's going to happen is they're going to test the seriousness of your, um, your patience and your commitment to really being heard. So they get these submissions all day, every day. And so they've created their own systems and processes to weed out, let's just say the week and weed out the ones that aren't so serious, um, especially, um, you know, the ones that are robotic and just using artificial yeah. intelligence to just manufacture that whole thing. Um, so typically these submission processes are pretty lengthy. They're not easy. Um, there's a pretty lengthy, re- you know, submission uh, process that includes, you know, uh, filling out a form, submitting music, and then obviously there's some that will put a monetary value on that. Um, this is a way that they're weeding out the people who are serious and, um, you know, for, for a large part of it, you know, if you're fortunate enough as an artist that your music's already in a top chart, a top streaming chart, say top 20, um, you're going to have a good foot in the door. Um, another thing that they're looking for in my experience is they want to see the quality of the production Meaning, you know, who produced the track, you know, is there, is there some really big name producers that are associated with the single, um, Is there a record label attached to it? So they are looking for some modifiers, you know, some key kind of, uh, you know, figures there to see, all right, how serious is this? Because we don't want just some average Joe Schmo who just decided in his bedroom one day, he's going to throw up a nice, you know, dance track or something like that. So, you know, it's a, it can be a lengthy process. It's not typically as easy as, you know, just hit me up on, don't slide in my DM on Instagram, or just hit me up on Facebook. Um, there's a process, right. And it, and it certainly, I would say, it certainly nixes away 75% of the people who are, you know, doing this submission process.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so, um, you know, it's probably some back and forth. Probably, he probably has a, a page that's all set up that explains the process, um, you know, some editorial process for sure. And then I wonder what the going rates are uh, it, you know, for, uh, uh, let's yeah. say he's got a hundred thousand followers. I mean, we can only guess. Um, but what sure. have you seen, have you gotten any proposals back, uh, as you've oh, been working? Cause, so you, you work with, you work with, um, with creative artists. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And there, there's some proposals that come through and you know, there's some figures that they shoot back and it's not typically something that's you know out of this world. I mean, I think the most that I've ever seen for a playlist that maybe a hundred thousand followers can be anywhere from 15 to, you know, $99 for for example. But that's not just one playlist. That's typically going to include a selection of maybe two to four. It's going to have a certain Mm -hmm. time frame of when that song is going to be up. There are, you know, you're not guaranteed to stay on these playlists, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. However, the one thing that's super important though is if like anything, if you are added somewhere, the more people respond positively to that track, the more people are on that, and he's tracking those analytics to see which songs are performing the best. Your chances wow. are, gonna, you know, chances of staying on these playlists are are better, even outside of the paid partnership, if you will. Um, and, and a lot of times, you know, you don't need to, to 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 lower yourself to a paid promotion. I think again, if you're targeting the right playlist owners and you're 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 genuinely, you know, if you think about it, these playlist owners are fans of music. They wouldn't have just started an EDM playlist because they're like, "Oh, that's a great business model." They're not getting yeah. much off that. They're genuinely passionate about the music, so when you present something that's, um, you know, that's going to relate to them, they're going to be in favor of doing that, and you're going to have a little bit better of a chance of getting that success, right? I've had playlist owners literally um, respond like, "Wow, that was a good hit! I'm adding it to my own personal playlist in addition to this playlist here." Thank you so much for bringing me, you know, up to speed on this this creative, and this is a really good vibe. And um, you know, the discovery the discovery goes exponentially from there because, again, you know, you're going to see um, they were discovered on, you know, playlist a, but then they obviously added it to their own, you know, like song playlist on Spotify. And then, you know, you're starting to cultivate, you know, brand new fans, which is really cool. So there's a lot of aspects that go into that.
0: You know, this is kind of like, you know, the old days of disco, you know, where, yeah. you know, you'd have artists that would go from DJ to DJ. You're like, Hey, spin, spin track, my new yeah. track, you know, from, it's like, right. if you saw the, uh, the, the series The get down, <laughs>
1: Yeah, these record pools back in like you know New York and Boston and you know having those record pools where you're literally in your neighborhood, you're just you're just trying to get on these DJs' radar locally. Yeah, and essentially, you know, and, and not to mention, I'll tell you, you know, in the music industry, especially in the United States, it's extremely hard to really make it in music. I mean, especially yeah. in pop music, for example, and you know, to go to radio with a song, it costs a lot of money. I mean, oh, the cheapest yeah. the cheapest I've ever seen in my experience is you know a radio uh, distributor or promoter who is charging maybe 3,000 a month just to take your single and go to his Rolodex of of radio stations and producers and directors and saying, Hey, here's a single, here's a single, here's a single. And it may or may not even get added to the radio station. Right? So you're spending thousands and thousands of dollars to try to get a single to radio, even the ones that are signed to major labels. And you're not guaranteed anything. All you're guaranteed is a potential audience that would hear it right with Spotify or YouTube or Pandora, whatever these streaming platforms are, there's analytics associated to it that tells you exactly how many impressions, exactly how many net streams, how many you know listeners. So you can give them real data to say, no, no, no. This is exactly how many people heard your song. This is exactly what their gender was. This is where they were located. This is you know this is their other the other artists they listen to, right? So we get a chance to get that data to use it for our next campaign. So now, if we're doing advertising to promote music to followers, we know what the age is, we know their gender, we know where their locations are. We know their interests. We know their behaviors. So it goes beyond just getting on a good playlists. But, you know, how do you leverage the results, not just the streams and what data that you receive from these platforms? How do you take that to the next level?
0: Mm. You know, okay, so let's say that there's an artist and they're like, okay, well, I guess I could just manually do this myself as best as I can. Um, you guys have developed some software and some, some tools to kind of speed up the process a little bit. What does engagement look like um, if an artist wanted to approach you and like, hey, can you help me get some more visibility? I just want people listening to my music. You know, it's my dream to kind of, you know, have a, you know, just get something to get some traction.
1: Absolutely. Well, we've developed a system that's based on the time it takes to submit a certain amount of streams. So we have about five packages that go from, you know, the beginner to what we would call mainstream or epic. You know, Pandora AMP has a a category that they categorize audience based on, you know, up and coming or established mainstream epic. They have these categories they give artists based on their traction. So we kind of follow the same rubric. And we have these little categories. So, you know, the, the lowest level package may only be Spotify. And it may only be five song submissions a month for six months, right? Or the, the highest level might include Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, YouTube, and it includes like 25 a month. So really we have different packages based on us manually building the relationships and doing the time, uh, taking the time to actually find out which would be the best uh, networks to add it to. Um, so that's a retainer based situation that we have right now and it's pretty minimal. Um, and, uh, you know, that's, that's where we start at this point point.
0: Awesome. and the proprietary oh. software
1: really helps us streamline this. So we sure. have created a proprietary software, which is helping us. Um, it's merely helping us, um, research quickly, the people we want based on the, the, uh, the identity of the, uh, the artist or the creative. So everything that's that we wonderful. do is completely built around their brand and their, you know, their audience in general. So we're not just, Hey, we have you know, thousands of relationships with that may not be relevant for this guy who's, you know, doing this particular genre.
0: Yeah. Well, Brandon Forcino... You are the founder of Out of Dust Marketing and you can be found on the web at outofdustmarketing.com. Contact Brandon if you're a creative and, um, and uh, I would imagine, Brandon, you probably have, um, you do consultations and kind of figure out, you make some recommendations on best course of action. So, Brandon, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, it was great talking with you, man. Thanks for having me on your uh, podcast.